0: welcome back to the tune lighting podcast. Uh, I am one half of your hosts <laughs> Rob Rugglesworth. and with me as always uh, still in lockdown we still haven't managed to do an episode in person since episode 1 how sad is that but uh, he's, we're still managing thanks to technology to uh, to virtually interact. So Jack is still on the other side of Manchester hey Jack. Hi Rob. The lockdown is in the UK is starting to to ease um, whether you agree with it or not um, it, it is the things are kind of starting to return to some sort of normality which i took the liberty of because i've been being very good and our you know our guidelines have been um, to go I only go out once a day to exercise uh, so i've just been you know, going for the odd run here and there to make sure i don't turn into a fat blob in the recording studio um, <laughs> but uh, there's uh, I so i've taken the liberty of now we're allowed unlimited exercise and we're allowed to go out and you know, start actually enjoying ourselves and going to the park and things like that uh to do something uh which i heard about while listening to a couple of podcasts recently uh that people include include on their uh their tracks and that's some to get some field recordings kind of some noises some sounds uh to maybe put in the background of uh of some of our tracks i mean you don't know if they will make it onto the album or not but it's something another thing to experiment with uh and i have started experimenting with it a bit uh just downloading some free sounds off the internet and playing with those but i think there's something a bit more exciting about actually capturing those sounds myself so what i've got is a kind of a field recorder a tascam field recorder uh, that i have which is pretty good it has a couple of built-in microphones. Uh, and you get a pretty good sound quality uh, when you go out and record. So, I'll uh, I'll play a couple of little clips now, if you'd like to hear them, Jack. I don't know if you would. I'm going to play them I'd, anyway. I'd
1: love to hear them <laughs> more than anything. Uh,
0: brilliant. Well, one is of the tram that passes just down the road from me, pulling into the station, pulling away, of people chattering on the station platform. Uh, and then the second one is of a park scene in the park around the corner of, of people playing and laughing and enjoying the summer sun. Maybe I'll um, put them behind some uh, musical tracks so you can see what they sound like. Is this something you've, you've tried to do in the past? Yeah, uh, you you no. have obviously used your kitchen sounds, but have you ever gone out and about with a recorder and tried to capture any wild sounds?
1: <laughs> no, I haven't. It's something I should probably do. Because um, having my phone on me...
0: Yeah, you don't I need don't, a recorder at a all phone, times. The you know, fine, yeah.
1: Your voice memo app. Uh, I should. I'm always a little bit uh, unsure of what the laws are. <laughs> of, like, especially where people are involved so if you're, I'm sh- I think it's fine to just record like background chatter
0: you don't think someone's going to sue you years down the line like hang on that sounds like
1: me <laughs> sue me, you should be paying me for uh, making them yeah, famous yeah. putting them on that number one single But uh, <laughs> no I should do it more because it helps pad out songs but also it's a it's motive and your recording's not going to be the same as anyone else's Mm. so it's a way of adding that little personal touch
0: yeah that's what i felt i think I, I i sounded cool adding i i tried a track with some uh sound that was freely free to download from uh from the internet in the public domain of, of the new york subway it's fine but i'd never feel the same sense of achievement as i do when i when it sounds that like i've created even if it's uh or if it sounds that like i've manipulated yeah
1: i like to feel a sense of ownership over it as well um even if kind of I record. My own drum and manipulate it so it sounds identical to a drum sample. I would still feel for whatever perverse reason, but I've got more ownership over that. <laughs> Are you aware of Muramasa? The yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I can't say I've listened to any of their stuff, but I, I have the name rings the bell. I heard him talking about his uh, latest album, and there's a track on
1: that where he's. Included a field recording, which is just him and his girlfriend sitting in silence <laughs> reading or something. Um, you, you can't hear it. I mean, you maybe yeah. hear the sound of the air or whatever. Um, but yeah, I think. Page turn or something. Yeah, something really subtle. Um, but he was saying that he just didn't kind of enjoys the fact that it's there and he knows it's there. And that moment's been kind of captured and recorded in a song.
0: It's something I'm going to try and do more of as well. Um, I think the, the, I got the inspiration for uh, from Bonobo actually. Um, he is. I. It's funny because you can't unhear it once he says. But on a lot of his recordings, he just puts a, a soundscape in the background. Uh, it just makes it feel a bit more three D, a bit more real. Uh, it it adds this kind of air to the sound that it makes it, especially for atmospheric uh, pieces. And as soon as you take it away; it just sounds a bit more like you're in a studio. It doesn't take you anywhere. It doesn't make you make it feel as as atmospheric. It's, it's a, hard, a hard thing to describe, but it's it's a cool technique. It's something I'm I'm experimenting with at the moment. I was going to say also that I uh, yesterday I tried to cut my own hair, <laughs> 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 it went went really badly wrong. I mean, so. Is is this a, is this
1: for a podcast or is? Well, it can be. But <laughs> well, I, I can see you on Skype now. I, mean, it, I, I didn't. I didn't know. So yeah,
0: you, you can't see the back of it, though. Oh, that's true. A, um, I, I'm really tempted just to shave it off because when else am I going to get the chance you know, to just it to is, do that? Yeah, just something, or something uh, crazy? Maybe just shave half of it. Mm, you know, do it. Kind of feel uh, like I've
1: missed the boat, though. I feel like the time was yeah, ten weeks ago when you could not yeah. go out as much, and now you can go out as
0: many times as you want. <laughs> but as with music like you you create this uh this idea in your head that people are going to care and be looking at you and think you look weird but in reality they probably don't care
1: they're probably not bothered they might they (laughs) probably are looking at you a bit um at first (laughs) but yeah it's it's a good little segue sorry i'm I'm ruining the segue to the the topic (laughs) of the episode carry on
0: yeah So thanks for ruining that segue there. Um, Yeah, so that brings us on to the the main topic of this episode. uh, And it's what we promised at the end of the previous episode, last week's episode, is uh, some solutions to what we were terming resistance. uh, Something that's common in the creative process, that fear, uh, that uh, anxiety around doing something creative, uh, pursuing a creative endeavor. So yeah, me and Jack have got our heads together um, and we've also used the internet and other people's ideas uh, to come up with five solutions or ideas to help towards a solution in uh, in overcoming this resistance. So number one on our list, uh, probably the most important really, uh, because you can't do much without doing this, (laughs) and that is just keep showing up, keep turning up no matter how Rubbish, you feel, or or whatever. It's setting yourself a time where, for us and for me personally, it's two or three evenings a week which are solely set aside for recording music. Uh, and th- I'll tell you, there's been many, many of those evenings where I'd much rather just uh, sit on YouTube and watch some videos or watch TV. But I, I'm strict, and uh, and I'll show, i have started showing up every time. And it's uh, it's hard, but it, it's important. To, to overcome that resistance
1: yeah it's for probably the bit of advice that comes up most when you yeah. search for this sort of thing there's no silver bullet is is kind of a point you've just got to do it you've got to work at it and maybe you know 0.001 percent of people will get lucky and they won't have to work at it it'll just kind of <laughs> the ideas will fall fully formed into their heads uh but for the rest of us the only way to do it is to keep working at it um and often when you don't feel like working, the hardest bit is just sitting down at your desk and starting. I and mean, then once you do that, I've I found I've had some pretty productive sessions once I've got over that initial, mm. uh, initial resistance. Um, and I, you feel pretty great about yourself. It's like going for a run like uh, the idea fills you with dread or it does me anyway but once i've done it uh the sense of accomplishment is is real it's weird
0: the kind of the boring things that you will do the things that you probably should be doing but like around like cleaning and, and boring things like that that just immediately seem slightly more appealing or that, that you know that they're or they jump up in the, the order of priorities as soon as you you know that you should be doing some uh something towards the uh, the album but,
1: yeah that's the real benefit of um creating music that we haven't discussed it's works wonders yeah clean house <laughs> if you want to get better at housework start writing an album
0: <laughs> top tip there's another another t-shirt if nothing else we're going to end up with a great, massive merch great the t-shirt business <laughs> and i think the key thing as well with showing up and we have discussed this in previous episodes is you're going to have days where within an hour or two you've done something you're really really pleased with and yeah, you've really hit the ground running, and you've you've got something to show for at the end. But equally, you're going to have entire days where, you, at the end of it, you you feel like you've almost gone backwards. You've like you've made a song worse than when you mm. when you started, which just happens, it happens. all the time. Uh, but it, so it's equally the whole showing up thing is about just not being hard on yourself when you have those rubbish days. Yeah, you don't do anything. There's
1: a there's a big psychological element to it. It's understanding that you need to show up in the first place and understanding that even if you do it might not be your most productive day but there will be a more productive day around the corner Um, and, you know, play the percentages if you keep showing up, you'll have more productive days
0: Um, So point number two is about having less physical resistance uh, and improving your workflow So what does that mean, Jack? Clear your desk (laughs) <laughs> um make
1: it as appealing as possible and as easy as possible to work um because as i think we've established people can get distracted so easily so you yep. want to if you have a you know a spark of inspiration a spark of focus um you don't want to extinguish that by having to clear cool. uh piles of papers from your desk or um installing new programs every <laughs> every day um yeah you want to be able to sit down and get get started straight away
0: i think i think this is uh this was a big thing for me um, um what i've I've learned from from trial and error i guess it, it's a, a little bit of a luxury that i have now that i didn't used to have because when i first started making music i was um, in a one bed flat uh, my music studio if you were uh, will is was kind of uh also my work desk and it was in this, the corner of the room and yeah you know, I have to every time I wanted to write music I'd have to get my guitar out of it out of the cupboard and get the keyboard out and and set everything up. And that, that is just huge physical uh resistance. know yeah, it's 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 a real labour to even get to the point where you can start doing anything. Um so I've now I'm lucky enough to have like I've put a room aside which is pretty much my it's my music studio. So I've got everything set up in there, so I can just go in at any point and start recording, pretty much. So um, my laptop's set up and plugged in. It's uh, uh speakers are, are there just to be turned on, and and keyboards are set up. Every, everything's within reach, and uh, it's it's really. I mean, it's it's not an under it's not an exaggeration to say I have literally woke up in the middle of the night with an idea for a song and kind of gone to the studio and just instantly been able to just record the idea. Uh, and that is really helpful. But yeah, work workflow is massive uh, for for me. Every time I have to go and like get something out of a drawer, or even things like g- cables getting all tangled, like, you know, cable mm. so boring. Like the cl- cable organization, like making sure your cables are organized. Like, I'm falling asleep just talking about it, but it's really important. Yeah, I
1: don't, I don't want to advocate spending loads of money because you can keep buying more gear. Having said that. Buying myself a table, um, yeah, to put myself, put my <laughs> yeah, Jack on. was
0: recording just on the floor before, he, <laughs> <it's just laughs> fine.
1: I was fine. I was holding my laptop in one hand and uh, my guitar in the other, it's a nightmare. <laughs> and uh, buying a dedicated laptop for music was another key thing I did so that I'm not kind of switching everything around and not plugging microphones in and unplugging, um adapters and all this kind of thing headphones Mm. when i switch between kind of work and music the kind of psychological difference it makes yeah cutting out physical resistance is is a big one and i've got a lot more done because of it
0: awesome so point number three is setting limits so we have again a point we've talked about in previous episodes we there's endless opportunities out there for um Distractions in the form of new things to record with, new instruments, new plugins. Like God, there's millions of plugins that come come out every day. I I came across a plugin uh, the other day actually, which is um, literally all it is is the sound, different sounds of footsteps. <laughs> and I'm sure that it has a great great uses for people in the film and stuff like that. But it can get pretty distracting pretty quickly. So I think setting yourself some limits in terms of what you use to create with uh, is a huge help for, again, avoiding distraction, overcoming resistance.
1: Choice paralysis is a very real thing. Um, And it doesn't doesn't have to be restrictions on instruments. It could be setting yourself a theme for a song, uh, a genre Mm. for a song, or I'm going to take one day to write a song. And that's that's a restriction I'm placing on myself.
0: One year to write an album. (laughs) Yeah,
1: a year to write an album. Exactly. And once you've you've got that, then you stop trying to aim for perfection. Uh, You aim for getting it done within those restrictions. It may sound arbitrary or or gimmicky. And of course, once you've got your song uh, recorded with the limits you've set, you may decide that you want to break those limits which is fine, you can do that, but it's more about getting started and giving you a focus at the beginning.
0: Number four is titled Consuming Knowledge. Um, So Jack, could you let us know a little bit about what that means?
1: (laughs) Yeah, this is a bit more abstract. um, It's not a kind of instant fix. It's not something you can do right now, like clearing your desk, but it is something that will help you exponentially over time the more you do it to generate ideas frequently and consistently and of good quality, the most important thing you can do is to consume knowledge, be curious about things. Um, Obviously with music, listen to other music, all kinds of music or genres of music, but not just that, you know, read books, watch films, um, learn podcasts, (laughs) especially podcasts, Um, you know, learn about science and, history and
0: yeah it doesn't need to be about the topic that you're you're doing it's just about like anyone who's done a general knowledge quiz i'm sure you have done thousands over lockdown uh, will know that you sometimes you get asked a question and you know it and you think i have no idea where that piece of knowledge came from it's just been sitting in the back of my brain just <laughs> if we're waiting for this, uh, the brain obviously absorbed it and thought it would store it away somewhere for, for a time like this for a general knowledge quiz when it would, uh, it would retrieve it and get it out. It, it's it's that uh, idea of you just putting things into your brain for it to file away somewhere deep down, uh, and then when you do need to create something, you've yeah. got lots of things to to draw on.
1: Exactly, you've got a big pool of influences which hopefully will stop you creating things that have been created a million times before and will bring something new and different that uh, not only appeals to other people, but inspires you to keep working and keep creating.
0: Finally, point number five, even though I told you at the point number one, that you need to keep showing up no matter what, that isn't to say that you have to do it 24 hours a day until you, um, you can, you hate music. It is okay. In fact, it's important. It's not just okay. It's important to take breaks. And sometimes you'll find, actually, what I find, that it's those moments away from the work that you can have some of the most interesting uh, moments of inspiration. The subconscious mind is a wonderful and mysterious thing
1: it that is. needs needs a bit of time to um, to cook up the ingredients you've fed it and uh, spit out some from point number four del- from point number four and spit out <laughs> some delicious musical concoction um <laughs> and yeah it's it's amazing sometimes you can wake up knowing things or with ideas that you don't don't know where they came from they weren't there the night before but that's uh that's what your mind's been doing while you've been fast asleep
0: yeah it always seems to be in the shower for some reason i always seem to have like and i, spe- I think it's because my mind's just trolling me it's like you want to go and record this idea now but like in order to do so you've got to get out of the shower get dry <laughs> get get dressed and then go and do it you know you can't instantly do it like for god's sake why are you always in the shower
1: the shower is the ultimate distraction tree zone as well i'm a, presumably you don't have your your phone there with you in the shower um
0: that's very true but yeah i think this kind of does come with a, a bit of a caveat i guess cuz it's it it's all a vicious cycle and it all links together all these things we've been talking about because it's you, important to take a break, but those breaks can pretty quickly slide into a weekend <laughs> and not only is it distraction, but I find in, that it, it gets rid of all those kind of endorphins and creative resources, I guess, that you have that are kind of limited. You're, you're taking away some of those good potential good days for creating uh, and Potential bits of excitement uh, by using them on these other distractions, and you're leaving yourself only with like well with less energy to get started.
1: Mm, momentum seems to be quite a big thing in uh,
0: creating music,
1: so if you kill that momentum, um, then it's harder to get started again. I think when you're on a roll, it's important to to ride it out uh, as long as you can, and when you need a break, take a break, but don't just assume that when you next next come back to it you'll be feeling the same way
0: Agreed. so yeah anyone out there who has taken us up on the uh the challenge of recording an album in a year don't be hard on yourself but don't be too hard on yourself so that's it for another episode of the tune lighting podcast as always i'll use this little time at the end to just say if you haven't already please do subscribe and give us a rating on itunes if you wouldn't mind that really helps Boost the podcast up the uh, up the charts so other people can see it. Uh, or if you want to skip that step and directly recommend it to a friend or or family member, that would be amazing too. Uh, every little helps. Please do feel free to send in any thoughts or questions to Tunelighting at musicianshq.com. And of course, you can follow us on all the social media platforms now: Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Next week, we're going to be speaking to someone who is taking up the challenge of tune lighting, who is also going to try and produce their own album within one year. And they're going to tell us how they're approaching that and the, uh, the challenges they're, they're already facing. So tune in for that one next week, and we'll see you then.